Welcome to the Vine Life Podcast. We're a church in Manchester who love Jesus, each other, and our city. Catch up on this week's message and more. It's great to be with you this morning. We are um, thinking today, so you might have noticed, we are thinking, what if we change the scenario with the game? And we're thinking today about what if one day could change everything? And it got me thinking about maybe there's some people out there who have had some specific days in your life that changed everything. Um, and I would love to hear that. Does anyone have any days that changed, that something, life was going one way, then this day happened, and all of a sudden it was different. Maybe it was better, maybe it was worse. We'd look, what, what are some of those days that have changed it? Can anyone think of anything? The day, it changed it for all of us, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Husbands, I've given you a free pass here. Anyone want to get some points? <laughs> nope. Okay. Great. Yes, saves. Yeah, was that a good change or a bad change? But it's, it's better now, right? It's great. Yes, Shirley. What, what happened on that day? Ah, oh, met Kev. Well done, Shirley. That's great. Any other days stick out in the memory? Yes, Susa. Ah, ah, that's really nice. That is very good. For me personally, uh, obviously, 1st of December 2012, when I married my lovely wife, Laura. But um, on the 9th of October 2015, this man walked into my life. (laughs) And he said, I'm going to turn doubters into believers. And thank you, Jurgen Klopp. And... uh, as Karim asked me, he was like, am I going to compare him to Jesus today? I was like, no, but we're going to get close. <laughs> but uh, it was a great day. <laughs> now, we're, uh, we're obviously, we're thinking about Easter. You know, it's this, um, it's the day that changed everything for us in our faith and, and for the whole of the world. And so we just wanted to take some time to think about what do we actually mean by all of that? And um, But before we do, just kind of wanted to... Um, set the scene a little bit. So I don't know if you know, but every single one of you that is in this room, every single one of us, we are made in God's image. We are made to be like God. We declare his splendor to the world around us. And every single one of us, we show the world what God's like in a way that no one else can, in a way that is unique and special. So from from the youngest to the oldest, we all carry an imprint of the divine in the world. Every single person bears God's image. And not only that, but God has a dream for the world. He cares about us as individuals and he cares about this world that we're in. And he has a dream that actually one day, everything will be as he always intended it to be. He has a dream that this world will be full of life, full of hope, full of goodness that he would be with his people and that they would be with him. He has a dream that once again, the world will be like the Garden of Eden. You know, that that story, that picture of how God walked and talked with his people. There was no separation, just complete closeness. God has a dream that there'll be no more pain, no more sickness, no more doubt, no more fear. That actually his presence will be so radiant that we won't even need the sun. 
And when we look around, we see so much of that dream already. We see so many amazing things, don't we? We see the beauty of creation. <clears throat> we see friendship and love that we share with each other. We see hope and faith and goodness and kindness in so many big ways and small ways and expected and unexpected ways. But we also see sad things. We see bad things, mad things, things that um, actually the opposite of that dream. We see how people can be selfish, how we, we're greedy, we're jealous, we can be hateful and mean and, and just put ourselves before everyone else. We see cheating and lies and, and war and famine, and we see death. And actually, sometimes those are seasons where so much of what we're seeing just feels like the complete opposite of God's dream. Almost so much so that that dream feels a bit like a fantasy. And it's easy when, even as we look at the world around us today and look, and look back through history and and as empires have come and gone and times have changed, but um, we just see the same patterns of human behavior over and over again. And it's easy to think, well, what if actually nothing's changed? But that is where Easter comes in. And that is what we celebrate today. That actually something monumental has changed. Because at Easter, we say that um, something has happened that has changed my life, it's changed your life, it's changed the course of history. And it's easy with familiarity to be a bit like low-key about that. But literally, the world turned on its axis. Not literally, <laughs> metaphorically. The world turned on its axis on Easter Sunday, the very first one. Because some really important things happened, which we all know. First, Jesus died. Jesus, who was God, God incarnate, God with flesh and bone, who walked and talked and lived amongst the people, who came to show us the way, who came to um, teach us so many wonderful things, who, to show the power of God in, um, in might and in mercy. That God died, and we killed him. Humans killed him. And not only did he die, but he was humiliated. He was whipped, he was beaten, he was hung on a cross like a criminal, like a despised criminal. Only days after what we were talking about last week, when he came into the city and there's a triumphant entry and people were, were lauding him and praising him, only days after that, he was beaten and died and left to hang to death on a cross. And it seemed like all hope was lost. That actually the man who had come to bring this promise of God's dream, who said the kingdom of God is here, is at hand, it, it is ready. It felt like he failed. Like just like all the other dreamers that have come and gone since. It seemed like he failed. But then we know, and this is what we celebrate today that actually something incredible happened, something ridiculous happened. That as Jesus um, hung on that cross, there was, um, there was a building nearby called the temple. 
It was the building in which the, the Jews had built for God to dwell. Actually, it was the place where God dwelled amongst his people. And in the middle of this temple, there was a special room called the Holy of Holies. And this was the most precious part of the temple where God's very presence dwelt. And no one was allowed to go in there apart from one person, one time, once a year. And in this temple, there is a curtain that separates this holy place from the place outside of it. And as Jesus hung on that cross, as he breathed his last, as he looked at the people who had put him there and said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they were doing. As he gave up his spirit and said, it is finished, it is done, it is complete. That curtain in the temple split from top to bottom, from heaven to earth. That the thing that was separating God from his people was no longer in place. It was open. And the very thing that made it impossible for us to be with God fully, the very thing that was going to, this limitation on God's dream was no longer a problem. All of a sudden, God's dream was possible in a way like never before. And there was a way for every single one of us, for, for me, for you, for everyone that we see walking and talking around the streets for us, there is a way for us to come back fully into God's presence, to know the eternal life that he promised for all of us. There is a way for us all to come home. But Jesus was still dead at this point. And all those who loved him were still sad and afraid and had either abandoned him or hidden themselves away. And they had no idea of the amazing thing that had happened. I wonder how so many people around us today have no idea of the amazing thing that happened that first Easter Sunday. And those first followers, they were sad and they were afraid until they encountered God's wonderful surprise. And guys in the band, do you want to come back? would be great. <clears throat> so everything changed that Easter Sunday when Jesus rose from the dead. And in doing so, he broke the power of death and made it possible for every single one of us to take our place in God's dream for this world. And for those of us that have said yes to Jesus, that's what we're celebrating today. We're celebrating that just, just as Jesus died and went into the grave and then came out and was resurrected, that's the same for every single one of us, that we can follow that same journey. That as we, as we turn away from the things of this world, as we put to death our sin and our selfishness, we are born again as new creations, full of new life. We're saying that even though on the outside we um, looked pretty normal, you know, we might have walked and talked and gone around like everyone else, like actually we recognize that without God we are dead. It, that without God, we needed help. More than a little help, we needed a savior. And that in believing in Jesus, in saying yes to him, in trusting him, in turning away from the things of the world and turning towards him, the same power that rose Jesus from the dead, the same power that shook the earth and rolled away the stone, that same power brings us to life dwells in us and it isn't just a 
little bit of life. It isn't just kind of slightly better than what could have been. Actually, Jesus said that this life, this resurrection life that he has for anyone that would choose it, is abundant. It is full. It is more than we could ask or imagine. He didn't say it would be easy, but he said he would always be with us and that we would know abundant life. And I just want to encourage you, if today you've never said yes to Jesus, if you've never said yes to his abundant life, if you've never been like, I'm going to turn from you, Jesus, I recognize that I need your help, I need your salvation, I want to come home to you, I want to say yes to you, I believe that you're the son of God, I believe that you rose from the dead, then we would love to stand with you this morning. There'll be um, some people over by this prayer banner that would love to stand with you. What better day than Easter Sunday to make that declaration of Jesus, I want to trust you. But one last thing for, for all of us in this room. While Easter was the day that every single thing changed, actually, it wasn't the day where God's dream finally came true. That is still being outworked. You know, we see it and we're all over the place. We see it um, in us, through us, around us. Sometimes loud, sometimes in front and center, sometimes just creeping in at the edges. But God's dream is still being realized in us, through us, and around us. Like the yeast in the dough, it's starting to get into every little part of our lives and our hearts and the lives of those around us. And just this Easter, I wonder, could we be a little more like Mary? That in meeting the resurrecting Jesus, resurrected Jesus, and coming face to face with him again, that we would hear him say, now go and tell others that I'm alive. Now go and tell others that I'm alive. And that just like Mary, we would run as fast as we could, aware of the trees and the flowers and the, the sun around us in a new way, that we would run towards the people around us. We would run towards our friends and our neighbors. We would run towards our colleagues and tell them the amazing news that Jesus was dead and is now alive, that God is making his dream come true and that we can be part of it. Jesus was dead and is now alive. God is making his dream come through. We can all be a part of it. So why don't you stand? I'd love to pray. And we're going to worship together. And I would love it um, to come out and fill this space. Kids, come down. Come and, um, come and sing with us. We would love you. Hello, Seth. Come and, come and make your response to Jesus today, whatever that looks like for you. And as we worship, we celebrate these truths. Can we declare them over the people that we love that don't know Jesus yet? Those people that are in our hearts, can you declare this? Can you have faith for those people and those places and those situations that actually the resurrected power of Jesus is still at work today? So um, I'm just going to pray this prayer, and then we're going to hand over to the worship team. O oh God of unchangeable power and eternal light, look favorably on your whole church, that wonderful and sacred mystery. By the effectual working of your providence, carry out in tranquility the plan of salvation. Let the whole world see and know 
that things that which were cast down are being raised up. And things which have grown old are being made new. And that all things are being brought to their perfection by him through whom all things are made. Let the whole world see and know that things which were cast down are being raised up. Things which have grown old are being made, new, being made new. And that all things are being brought to their perfection by him through whom all things are made. Your son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Happy Easter. I hope you enjoyed today's message. If you want to find out more, head to our website, findlife.co.uk, or follow us on Instagram. God bless, and see you soon.